Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I want you to look with me, and we're going to be looking at some scriptures about prayer. Um, Some of them may be a little bit um, unorthodox, but maybe then something then something you've heard before about prayer um prayer is one of the greatest assets of redemption we've received it's a communication linkage between god the heavenly father and us two things can be a problem here though one we're not taking advantage of it and two we're not doing it right So you got to think about that. I'm going to say that again. One, I'm not taking advantage of it. Two, I'm not doing it right. Until you know the meaning of prayer and how to pray correctly, you're not going to be free from the pressures of life. And that's what he was trying to say in James chapter 4, verse 2. In three, really odd text for a way, but I want you to, I'm going to explain this to you. Okay, King James is great. Says, you lust and have not. You kill and desire to have. You cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss then you may consume it upon your lust. So that's an that's a odd text. But here's what it is. Until you know the meaning of prayer and how to pray correctly, you're never going to figure this thing out. Prayer is not just communication with God. Communication with God is a place of prayer, but not when it comes to the exchange. Okay? You've got to have the correct approach to come to God because God expects you to approach him in prayer the way he told you to. The kingdom of heaven is like this. Jesus laid down the scriptural prayer in Matthew chapter 6. And this is how he wants you to come to him. You know, and that's the Our Father. And when you understand, I think this is one of the greatest explanations is you have to live by the rules of prayer, otherwise you're not going to get the results of prayer. You can start with verse 9. You know, you look at Matthew 6 and 9, I think it's um, probably one of the greatest places of prayer the believer can start um, because he wants you to understand it. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Now, I want you to get this, right? This is a prototype of effectual, of, of effectual prayer. It's a, it's a, it's a failure-proof understanding. Okay? When you get it right, all the, all the guesswork's going to stop with this, and you're going to be assured the answer's. Because it's important. 
proper communication, scriptural prayers. After this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debtors as we forget. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Right? So Jesus starts talking about praying. Then he goes on in verse 14. He says, if any of you, for if any of you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. This is forgiveness. But if they, what? But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you yours. So he's talking about, man, you better not have something wrong with your heart if you can go to a place of prayer. So certain things in life you can enjoy if you pray right. Proper communication. Look at Matthew 7, 8. Y'all know this one. For every one of you that asketh, receiveth. He that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. There you go. So God's not holding it back. He said, if you ask, you shall receive. You seek, you'll find. You knock, it open. There's many things that are rightfully ours within this covenant with God, but we may never enjoy them until we ask God correctly for them. That's big. Prayer is more than and requires more than just communication. God it's kind of like this. God's not going to be moved because you get 50,000 people to pray. He needs faith. You know what I'm saying? So if you show up to God with faith that's all you need. A lot of people haven't answer, received answers from prayers because they don't know how to properly position themselves when they pray. You got to believe you receive when you pray, not when you see it. That's a big one right there. I think one of the biggest things we can see with this is if you're not careful, prayer is not an option for the believer. Because it's one of our covenant responsibilities. The Bible says pray always. Pray without ceasing in 1 Thessalonians. And here's the problem. When your soul is strong, prayer is easy. But when your mind, will, and emotions get weak, prayer is harder. It's big. You got to give yourself over to prayer. When, you're, when, you're, when your prayer life is dragging, your spirit man is slowing down. That's big. Because what happens is this, like, well, I ain't been praying as much. That's because you're getting weak in spirit. 
When your spirit man starts getting weak, your prayer life starts going downhill. The Bible says a strong man's spirit can sustain him through bodily pain and trouble, but a weak spirit, who can bear? So you're not, you're not going to be in position. You're not going to be speaking to things. You're not going to be aggressive in faith. You're not going to be aggressive in your prayer if your spirit man's getting weak. That's why you're praying in the Holy Ghost, charging yourself up. That's why you're allowing your spirit life to be lifted up. You don't want to get your spiritual life dragging. Consistent, effectual prayer is the way we maintain a high-flying life. That's a big one. Because I think one of the biggest problems, you got to understand this, write this down. Prayer is a force. I think that's huge. Okay, it's a force. Prayer in the hand of the believer with scriptural evidence is a covenant tool that God gave for me and you to realize the glory of God in the earth. So the, God has the good life set up for you. And you can find that in Matthew. Let's look at Matthew 13, 24. This is a parable of the kingdom. It says, And the parable put forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a good man, or basically a man, which sowed good seed in his field. This is big. While he slept, his enemy came, sowed tares among the wheat, and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, did thou not sow good seed in thy field? For when has it tares? He said unto him, An enemy has done this. And that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty explanatory, ain't it? The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then go and gather them up? He said, Nah, wait to the end, and we'll get, we'll get them both, and we'll sift them out. Everything contrary to the good life in the believer is the work of the enemy. You got to remember that. So anything that ain't going on good is the work of the enemy. Because you remember 1 Peter 5 and 8, right? You can go there. I like 1 Peter 5 and 8. So you start seeing this, right? Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Be sober and be vigilant. So, who's behind the setback? The devil. Enemies jealous of you. Because we're God's choice.
God gave you the best. He wants you to be fallen like him, but you can't. Mm. You got to submit to God and resist the devil. That's why prayer is a force to put the devil in his place. But it's going to take knowledge to have this kind of victory in these conflicts of life. You got to arise. So when you arise, the enemy will scatter. You, you know what I mean? That's one of the big things too. But you got you to gotta go up and then you can start demanding and decreeing. I'm telling you, man, this is how guys get this done. I think what happens is, you know, we get to this place where sometimes we haven't seen results. So we think like, well, and I'm really thinking a lot trying to answer your questions today. You can tell I'm slow. Kind of like processing this. Like, well, pastor, if it's that easy, how come I haven't seen my prayer life manifest what I'm believing for. Because sometimes what we got to do is we got to fine-tune the petition because what we do is this. We don't really release faith when we pray. And how do you know you didn't release faith when you prayed? You went back and prayed that prayer again. So that's that, that right there, man, will change your life. Well, what do you mean? If we went back and prayed the same prayer again, we didn't release faith the first time we prayed it. So the process of why it didn't happen was we were never entered into faith. If you could enter into faith, you enter into rest. When you enter into rest, you enter into trust. When you enter into trust, trust, you enter into this peace. You enter this peace, you're a done guy. Nothing's moving you, man. So your, your petition is here. Petitions found in peace. Peaceful seed of righteousness. You got to get there. Faith says it has to have its perfect work through patience. Faith and patience work together like power twins. Bringing you to the promises of God. Now, we've seen prayer, faith, fasting... You know, we did all that stuff. You got, don't listen, man. You got to make something happen in prayer. That's the problem. People are like, well, the earth isn't moving in the right direction. Oh, nothing good's, oh, nothing good's happening. And oh, you know this? No, 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 no. Make something happen in prayer. Remember this. Being a Christian does not exempt me and you from the war, warfare of prayer. 
basically, though, it does give us the edge over the opposition in everything. You can withstand the enemy to walk through the adversity that other people can't because of revelation of understanding. Your faith's overcome the world. That's 1 John 5 and 4. You don't have to go there. The obstacles are real. Remember we used 1 John 5, 14 and 15? You could pop that up there. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's the word of God. Stay scriptural. Any man that prays or woman that prays the word of God is guaranteed that God hears them. And we know if God hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we desired of him. That'll save you right there. Boom. I know God hears me. Okay. Prayer has a benefit. What does it do? Well, tell you one thing it does in the life of the believer. It gives you hope that I can change some situations. Now, I want you to look at Ephesians 6.18 because this is where we're kind of going with this schedule of prayer. Praying with all prayer. Now that, that right there, that was Kenneth Hagin. I didn't even, I didn't know any of this stuff. I went to Rainbow, you know, and Kenneth Hagin started talking about, we went to a winter Bible seminar, Ephesians 6, 18. He opened up with two scriptural references. He would go there and he would go to other places and he would always pray this. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praying always with what? All prayer. Wow. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. That implies that there's different kinds of prayer to accomplish different things. So, without God's help, we are helpless in the earth. But with God's help, we can take over the world, man. This is, this is important. I'm telling you, man. You got to realize God already knows your needs, but you got to tell him. It's also part of telling him so he can get, he can begin to intervene in your situation on the, on the access of his word. God knows what you need, but you require his help to overcome in life by your petitions that you ask.
man, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to show you something here. If you go with me over here, right? Go to, go to Matthew 6. You're going to love this, man. I'll tell you what, this scripture, oh, uh, this scripture, you, you know this one. 632. I'll be talking about this. Okay? After all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows what you have need of all these things. See it? He's saying, I know what you need. For 33, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So become a kingdom-minded person. So what you're doing is in prayer is you're basically standing your ground against the accuser, the devil, and enforcing your rights in the earth. Almost by taking him to the courtroom of heaven for judgment. And producing justification by faith in the earth. So God's ability can be released in your life to produce the promise that he gave you. Allowing you to have breakthrough in areas of your life. God is going to send help. And bring you answers to what you're believing God for. And you find this in Isaiah 41.10. King James is great. Look what this says. It says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea. I will uphold thee with my right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that are what? Incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. They that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shall not be able to find them. Even them that contendeth with thee they that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Man, God's with you, man. That's the thing right there. You know, God, you got to understand this. The need for me and you to understand is that God has placed his ability for your life in the word. When you find the word, you can what? Reverse the curse and you can actually manifest the promises of God in the earth because of your prayers and petitions. Now, let me tell you right here now. If you find yourself in any situation or predicament 
in the earth, God has an answer and a solution for it in his word. That's why you got to be people of prayer. And prayer ain't just, you know, communication, like talking. Prayer is legal binding contract of legal terminology. Mm. And God's got a heavenly host waiting on your behalf. You know, there's angel. We're going to talk about this too. There's angelic intervention waiting for you when you pray. That's how you get the angels to go to work. The other aspect is angelic intervention when you pray. And I'm going to show you this. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but go to Luke, go to Acts 12. Now you're going to see this now. Prayer created. Angelic intervention. Did you get that? Angelic. So God's help when you pray and your prayers are provoked by needs and they're and they're, and they're they're based in the word of God. You're about ready to release faith to move angelic intervention on your behalf. Now, we're going to bounce around here a little bit. Peter uh, 12.5. We read 12.5 through 8. Look at this. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. So now, prayer, Peter, Peter's in prison. His need got the church's attention, and they prayed. They prayed without ceasing. Now listen. That don't mean you got to pray 24 hours a day. Your prayer is scriptural. Now, it's good to pray all the time if you got like a need and you got an emergency like this, you know, keep yourself there. But you know what I'm saying. Prayer was made without ceasing under the church. Now, I want you to see something here with this because there's something I think interesting in this. Um... That word ceasing is fervent. It's one of the definitions of it. Okay? Intent earnestly is what it means. Stretched out. That word. That word. That word. Without ceasing. That word ceasing in the Greek means stretched out, intent, earnest. Basically, it comes from that word of what? Fervent. Mm. So fervent prayer. That's strong prayer. That's bold prayer. Got that? So now everybody, like, well, you know, praise be God. You know, you got to bug God. No, no, you got to be fervent in your prayer. Scriptural. Mean what you're saying, mean it and believe it. 
And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night. Woo, come on, somebody. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, everybody say, and behold. The angel of the Lord came upon him. And a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up. Whoa, come on, somebody. Saying, rise and get up quickly. And his chains fell off of his hands. And the angel said unto him, gird thyself, put on your sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him. And he did not know what had happened. But the angel. By the angel. But thought he saw a vision. He's, this is happening. He's like what am I dreaming? Can you imagine you sitting in the prison all shackled up. Got a guard on. All of a sudden chains are falling off you. And angels are waking you up. My God. Look at verse 11. Skip on down. And when Peter was coming to himself, whoo, how many know angel come doing that to you? You probably got to come to yourself too. He said, now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. Jesus, good God. Angels are security agents on your behalf. They excel in strength. They ward off evils and plagues from us. That's 103 verse 20. You ever see that in Psalms? You got to go there in King James. I don't, I, don't, I don't have it on my thing, but I can find it. You got to go to Psalms. I know that. I know that one. 103 verse 20. His angels excel in strength. They do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. My God. They are the fighter fighters of heaven. They are God's rescuers. Their job is to intervene in the midst of trouble and rescue the believer. They also ensure that only God's will is established in the believer's life. Remember Jesus said that in Matthew? He said, don't you think I can get out of this if I want to do I call legions of angels. They come and get me out of here. But I, I got to do this. Help from above is available for every area of our needs in life when we call upon God in prayer. Prayer is one of God's vital solutions for our afflictions. It's the Holy Ghost prescription for deliverance from oppression. Man, we got to start praying more. We got to start thanking God more. And we got to start getting angels working on our behalf. I don't know about you, but I preach myself happy tonight. I'm getting excited about angels doing some stuff for me. It's funny. Um, I've seen angels move on my behalf, you know, a lot. Like, you know, you knew, you knew like, man, this is going to be bad. 
but they just intervened, you know? And that's because you keep your prayer life right. I can't see what's going on, but I know they're working on our behalf. That's why when we lose them, you know, let me give you that scripture too, because I always give you this one for the offering, and I don't know if any of you know what I'm talking about. Um, sometimes, you know, you might be thinking like, well, Pastor Chris, I don't know what you're saying when you say that to me. You know, you say that thing, you kind of say that like you're telling these angels to go do their stuff, and I don't know what's going on, and I don't know if that's for me, or do I put a demand on that? How do I put a demand on that? Can we even do that? Seems like a little bit wild. You know, you're a little wild. And um, uh, it's Hebrews 1.14. And let's read 13 because 13 will make more sense. Because one thirteen and 14 kind of go together. He said, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. And he says in verse 14, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? See 14, the angels are ministering spirits for us. They minister for us on our behalf. That doesn't mean they preach to us. That means they go work for us because we are the heirs of salvation. That is your scriptural proof why I can tell them to go get my stuff. Go bring it to me now. Go do what you're supposed to do and go. Now watch this. Angel, the more your life comes underneath the obedience of the word of God, the more they can work on your behalf. That's why being people of prayer is going to change your life. Come on, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for a brand new hunger in the church for people to pray. I thank you for a brand new favor on our prayers a brand new attention on our prayers, a brand new scriptural evidence of our prayers, and a greater hunger to pray scriptural prayers and pray like never before. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing in the church. Thank you for leading, guiding, and helping these guys go to a brand new level of prayer and let their life be changed forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord, guys. I'm going to be with you Sunday. Come on, somebody. I'm back in the house. I'm going to be in the house preaching it down. We're going to be having a great time. Don't forget the in-person summit is this. It's, it's on us, man. 22nd, 23rd of March. We're going to be live in the house having a summit. It's going to be about praying in the Holy Ghost. It's going to be about the Holy Spirit. It's going to be about prayer. And it's going to be a time of impartation and unction in the Holy Ghost. I love you and I'll see you soon. See you Sunday. God bless you. And watch these announcements. They're really important. See you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.